planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. My guest on the program now is drummer for one of the most original and loved bands in the metal scene. It's Miko from from Apocalyptica. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I must uh, comfort you. You're not the only one struggling with the name. We cannot say it either. So thank you very much for having us in your show. <laughs> no worries, man. Well, yeah, you're going to be heading down here for next month for uh, the massive Soundwave Festival tour uh, in support of your new album, Shadowmaker, which is uh, absolutely just fantastic, man. It's such a great album. You must be pretty excited to be heading down here to uh, play those new tracks for your fans. Couldn't say it better myself. It's, uh, it's kind of the first uh, appearance for us to play the new music and uh, as you said the uh, festival itself is very legendary and uh, the lineup is like ridiculously good and to be a part of all that it's uh, it's such an honor to be over there and uh, we're really excited to get get to come to Australia we've been there only once before so it's like a big adventure for us and with this I mean obviously with the new album you, you're promoting Shadowmaker but uh, are you going to be mixing up the set a little bit and having, you know, some older stuff in with uh, the Shadowmaker material? Oh, definitely. We played so few shows in Australia, so we're definitely going to play songs over there that we actually don't play anywhere in the world anymore because we wanted to, our fans over there who have been, like, following us uh, for 20 years soon, uh, we want them to kind of, we want to treat them in the best ways we ever can. We're going to play some old Metallica covers we don't ever play anymore. We're going to do some songs from the older albums in between as well. And surely we're going to play a few tracks from the uh, forthcoming album as well. And I think actually we're going to play the first single called Cold Blood will be out in just maybe one month. And it will be the first time ever when we're going to play that live. So it's very special for us as well. And we hope our audience will love it. I think we're going to get spoiled. Really? By the sounds of things. <laughs> we hope you feel like that. I already feel like that from what you've been saying. That's that's amazing. I mean, yeah, cool. bring it on, man. That sounds like it's going to be one set not to be mixed. So, uh, you know, what's your favorite track off the new album to play? Uh, we haven't played those songs actually in maybe four months. We rehearsed them a lot and then we recorded them. And ever since, we have not been playing even together. We've been just like... Recording individual parts. Now the album is going to be. I think there's two uh, songs more to be mixed. So it's, it's been a time since we're actually having our first band rehearsals now uh, this Saturday, and then we're going to rehearse for the next week, uh, and um, and the week after that as well. So uh, so we. I really cannot say what is the favorite track to play because they they have changed also during the recording process. So. It's exciting. I really like Shadowmaker, which we have kind of put out uh, to uh, for people to stream it, uh, which is this song, which has got so many different styles within one song. So that's fun for that 
uh, occasion, but there are a couple of really like epic mellow tracks, uh, like almost Pink Floydy vibes, uh, very dark, very uh, deep uh, things, which I expect that we can do. Uh, Great Justice also live. Oh man, I really can't wait to hear some of that because it is a good album, man. Like I've been lucky enough to hear it, and uh, man, it's some of the stuff. It's definitely a journey that album. It definitely takes you on a ride. So yeah, you guys just absolutely well done. I think everyone just is just going to love it. So you're also going to be playing uh, the seventy thousand tons of metal cruise in, in the US before you head over yeah. here. And uh, I, I know a few people that are actually going off to that. Uh, next week and uh, they're so excited uh, to see you guys as well so you know uh, you know that's with Behemoth and Arch Enemy Uh, have you done one of those cruises before? Never before and that's kind of a fun start for this year that we do these two very legendary things 70,000 tons of metal and Soundwave and both for the first time in our lives so I think we are kind of spoiled to be able to experience both of them just to the head of the year. And that's like four days as well, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I'm terrible with uh, schedules. I'm, I show up when I'm asked, and then somebody tells me what to do. So I will meet, meet the guys at the airport, and I know when I'm coming back. I think the cruise is four or five days, so uh, we're going to have two shows on that cruise, so uh, it will be actually quite a lot of fun, and there's a possibility for us also to see all these other bands, and uh, I think that's great. So uh, when you're not playing, you'll be hitting the bar and uh, seeing all these other bands as well. That's, man, four or five days on a cruise ship. Absolutely jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it's a great fun, the whole whole cruise, so uh, I'm really looking forward. And that's that's so cool. Well, um, you know, outside of playing, what, you know, what's your most memorable festival experience? There are quite a few. Uh, there are quite a few, like, couple of super intense ones in, uh, like, South uh, America. Like, we were headlining, and it was weird, like, the city festival in Bogota in Colombia. There were, I don't know exactly how much there was, over 100,000 people, and... We were, for some reason, we were headlining that festival and it was just like, it was ridiculous how much people there was and the whole the night, nights are so dark and people are so, so excited and warm and welcoming and that, that was kind of like one of the coolest experiences ever and uh, there's so many and I, I wouldn't put one above the other and uh, I think we're just lucky to be able to see so much and to meet uh, people all around the world. I think that's makes us really privileged i hear a lot about uh south america everyone says that just the fans down there are just insane i think we've got to step it up a bit here to compete with those guys (laughs) (laughs) what i've seen over there you have a good chance to take it over it's uh it's great fun and people being so loving and happy and uh that's how we want to see our audience even though we play very kind of dark and intense music Still the best moment of the show is to see just smiling faces from the stage uh, down to the end of the hall, and that's what we aim to do. Well, that's what it's all about, man. Just music and loving it, exactly. you know. Exactly. It's, that's, yeah, it's yeah. Best. So about Soundwave, you know, when you're not playing, who are you looking forward to seeing? Oh, there is so much, and uh, um, I, I don't think I can get to see half of the bands I would love to see. Out of the big ones, 
of course, I'm interested to see Slipknot now with the new lineup and how it's going to be. Uh, I haven't seen Soundgarden ever live, so that would be kind of cool as well. And uh, there is just uh, there is so much, but uh, and whatever uh, there is possibility for us to see amongst all the promotion, everything we need to do, do beside the uh, shows I want to see. But there's a lot, and uh, I think also maybe to see some bands that I don't know. I, I want to get some tips from the uh, like up and coming bands, which are like uh, somebody somebody to recommend and uh, to see what is like newest things over there. And that's also a great thing that the, there are these great big bands and then there are these new coming, like super interesting young young bands and to have a good combination of that. I think that's what makes the festival to be so remarkable. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Like every year there's always a band that uh, they put on there that I discover uh, just from checking them out and just absolutely falling in love with with these these new bands. Like there's one band that's going to be playing called Terror Universal um, and uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of buzz about those guys as well. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good year, man. Over two days, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So one thing is I love the look of your drum kit too, by the way. Did you design <laughs> the kit yourself? That's just insane. It looks amazing. I, I actually did. Uh, I was... We were touring Mexico, I think, together with Marilyn Manson in 2004, and and then I uh, got to talk with uh, his drummer Ginger Fish, and he actually then he had got this like idea. He had got only like bass drums. They were all trick, but it looks so, super fun. They were like tilted to be kind of like big ass floor toms. They were trick, so he was actually dancing on top of the drum heads and out of making sound out of his boots and and he was very entertaining. He's a super skilled guy. He's played in a lot of like marching band and he has got great technique and but his showmanship was also uh taking to the next level and now I was really inspired with uh his like raw energy. Uh and that that kind of gave me sort of a, uh, also inspiration to do my own sets. It's not at all the same but there are same kind of elements but it's also the drummers that I look up to, from Stuart Copeland to um, uh, whoever. That uh, I want to have these different elements, even to Don Henley, you know, the uh, Eagles. Mm. Like the tom, the toms I have on my drum set without bottom skins, they are very, very much the Eagles kind of a thing. And uh, often Collins, all the all the peop- uh, drummers that uh, metal guys normally don't listen to, I'm really, really great fan. And, uh, I want to have their like huge uh, sound uh, kind of put into this trash metal world and have a kind of weird combination of that all. And I think that's one thing that you know that that does kind of set you apart from uh, other drummers as well. Because man, like you are a you know a very respected drummer in the industry as well. You know, will you be doing any uh, drum clinics while you're here to meet you know your, your, the I younger? Generation of drummers. Time for us to do. I don't think there's time to do any of that. And in all fairness, I'm not too good in that. I I really look up to the guys who who are great in talking about their drumming to the audience. And I like to go to jam with people. And even when I'm giving some lessons, it's more like I play with the guys and we listen to the albums. And like uh, it's more like I try to open or make people to open their eyes. As I said, but many people kind of restrict themselves and they think kind of in the box 
like, like I said, Phil Collins. I don't know about the few metal drummers who are crazy for Phil Collins, but he's one of the most amazing rock drummers. And never mind his like <laughs> ballad, but just listen mm. to the drummer and he's and that's something I want people to kind of like give up your like uh, judgment and just listen to the music. And and also I'm a big fan of all jazz and kind of understanding the development from Buddy Rich to like, and if you talk with the guys, it's uh, like Dave Lombardo's biggest influence is Buddy Rich, who was a big band drummer and Lombardo himself being like a crazy ass metal drummer. And there's like so much just, like when you are not restricting yourself style-wise that you can explore and find. And and for me, it's all about music. I don't care what style it is. It can be like redneck country. If it's done with lyrics, there's a passion. If there's a good musicianship, I'm fine to take. Whatever you can sort of draw your influence, man, it shouldn't really matter, really, does it? No, not, not at all. And I think just to find the joy and kind of be able to hear the essence and the kind of the heart of the song. I mean... You can wear whatever kind of clothes. You can dress up to be a steampunk person or you can dress up in a finest suit that it doesn't really tell everything about your heart. And I think that's the same thing with the music. It can be dressed mm. up in different ways. It can be, as I said, it can be country or it can be like uh, folk music or it can be like most evil Norwegian black metal. And so the core of the uh, music can be very sane. And that's what I always try to hear. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, I was actually surprised. Uh, recently, somebody sent me a video of Stevie Wonder behind the drum kit, mm. and I was just He's absolutely amazing. blown away, man. Like, I didn't know he could play drums, let alone just uh, just amazing. Yeah, like, man. I wish, for instance, one of his most uh, well-known tracks, there's two drums that's actually him playing, and and most of those, like, old guys. Michael Jackson was a, actually a very good drum player, and, uh, like... Prince, of course, he plays drums like uh, no one else, and and all these dudes, they are, and that's exactly to understand the musicianship and to respect that one, and like to to feel the music, no matter what the style is. You don't need to like R and B, or you don't need to like soul, but you need to look up to Stevie Wonder because he's he's one of the greatest musicians ever, and that is the thing for me. You gotta, it doesn't, it doesn't just make you red with with envy, <laughs> green with envy, I should say, with some of those guys. They're just so multi-talented. Oh, no, they can... no, I'm just, <laughs> I, I don't envy them. I'm, I'm just, it brings in all honesty, it brings me joy to see somebody to be so crazy good. And uh, and luckily there is only one Steve Wonder out of 7 billion people. So it also <laughs> tells us about the perspective how, amazingly unique those guys are damn right dude well uh what advice would you give to uh you know young drummers out there that are trying to break into the industry and uh you know get to your level i think the main thing is you need to do it because you have the passion inside of you you and i think only way really to make it you cannot have this like a your goal cannot be uh like a popularity or success or to be a celebrity of some sort, you need to have the passion to create music. And that will take you to all those places. Also, if you prefer, uh, it doesn't define you to be a good musician if you are well known. But uh, just try to find your own style. Don't restrict yourself. Uh, go wildly. Limit your style if it's if it needed. Go to be a all-around studio cat if needed. It's uh, there is not, not kind of a right or wrong, but you need to follow your heart and you need to do 
what you kind of find your own voice. That was something I was taught uh, when I was studying conservatory. There was a one t- teacher who I remember that day. He said, that, "Nico, why on earth are you studying in conservatory when you want to do that kind of music? You are wasting your time. Stop this school." And then that's when I stopped and 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 I was there for many years and I got many many great like skills from there and kind of like uh, my musical. Uh, spectrum uh, of the variety of my musical background that's so big because of that school but uh, then it was also time to proceed and uh, the music I wanted to do when I was then I was really into electro music so it was no use for me to like trying to study different phrasing of Latin music but I wasn't interested of that so then I thought what the hell I don't need to spend my days trying to learn the eras of song, how it has changed the phrasing of the bass drum. It's, it's not for me, it's a great music, but there are better people to do that. Well, man, that's that's awesome advice. But uh, as I said before, you know, you're such a great drummer and it's definitely going to be a treat for, you know, all your fans and people that may not have, have seen you guys before uh, up there at Soundwave. It's, you know, I think it's going to be one of the highlights of the weekend. I hope we get to see as many people in the audience as we ever can and we promise to give uh, them our all. That's all we can do. Oh, and I'm sure you will, man. It's going to be uh, absolutely awesome. Well, uh, we're going to go to the title track uh, from Shadowmaker now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, Mika, and uh, we'll see you next month at Soundwave. Thank you so much for having me and hope to see you all when we get down there. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 